0: You think we're good
1: i think we're good i can hear you good and myself
0: all right well um you were you kept saying that this this for, feels very familiar um i'm gonna turn you down a little bit for reason i'm gonna turn you down in the headphone i like that i could do that i like that i could turn you turn you up turn you down turn me up don't don't turn me down you know who sings that don't turn me down yeah yeah turn, um t- turn me up don't, don't i was gonna say john to down. austin i don't know why the hell i was thinking of him i don't know but i feel like our voices like i feel like we could do ASMR.
1: this feels like uh <laughs> what it, what uh what a quiet storm radio which is here on some remember the love below <laughs> on power One. <151
0: laughs> yeah when we were children love um, below I'm not going to get used to this microphone setup, guys. I am used to it, but, like, I don't feel like I'm going to give me, like, maybe three months. Maybe in March I'll just, you know, come in here and not be amazed that, you know, this quality, this quality is on 12, you hear me?
1: This is really upper class.
0: And, Quaz, what was that that you kept saying about? I said,
1: this feels very familiar. As I was setting up the mic, I know this is a PG-13 Podcast. So you was on your Jill. I your was Jill just from, like, ooh, your this Jilly feels. From Philly flow. Yes, and I will just say, <laughs> on my Jill, and that's it because we got family members. Your Jill to this. was wilding. That she day. was. This feels very.
0: <laughs> I don't know. This is interesting. Jill, Jill was really, really wildin'. Yeah. but she did a she did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Like it I was watched. Like, I was like, wow, the 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 implications that yes. she is you know yeah
1: the 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 accuracy of it all (laughs) (laughs) as i was watching i'm like wow
0: no really really. wow jill yeah i understand yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) clearly clearly (laughs) thank god the family members will not understand that i'm so glad we coded it in that
0: i I know that's right yeah because i i can't this year uh but welcome to the this is 30 podcast asmr edition i'm your host jernique and i'm with
1: your favorite cousin Quats in the building. Hello. The birthday
0: girl. Hola, everyone. The birthday girl Quatly, is in the building.
1: Hola, everybody. Yeah, you know, um, I'll send my cash app at the end of this episode. Just if you're feeling in your heart to give to my birthday fund, I'll really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: I know that's right. Um, so Quatly, you celebrated a birthday uh last week. Mm-hmm. Um Um, and I just want to know how you, how you feel to be 34. Do you mind me telling the listeners that you're 34? No. Okay. How does that feel? Do you, do you feel different on your birthday? Like, or is it just any other day?
1: I felt different this year.
0: Okay. So,
1: um, no, it was great. I enjoyed myself. You know, we did a quiet, nice little family thing on my actual day, Um, it was nice. It was good. I had a lot going on that day. So honestly, it was just like, I know
0: it was hard to get a hold of you. uh, Yeah,
1: I was, I was gone. You know, I'm trying to be an upper class person, an upper class individual,
0: like my, my favorite male cousin in the world. So what felt different about this birthday other than like the busyness of the day? Like, like energy wise, what felt different about it?
1: I don't know. I think I feel like I woke up and it's like, you're really about to be 34. You've lived 34 years on this earth. Mm-hmm. What have you learned? It was like something, like a, a inner a inner essence, just like took over that morning. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, time to go. You got to get up. You got to do what you got to do. I don't know. I it felt very um, inspiring. Okay. Just like,
0: Did you feel like a calling, like to do better things very, in your 34th year? Oh yeah.
1: This year is no games. I'm like, I, I felt like some, I think God was speaking to me. Like, this is, you gotta, you gotta move this year. That's beautiful. So I'm I think like, that's oh.
0: awesome. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so. I think that's awesome. Um, It's, it's good to allow God to speak to you sometimes. No word. Um, yeah. I forgot to say happy Monday, but happy Monday to all you beautiful people that are listening. Shout out to everybody that's on their way to work, coming Monday, from work, uh, working from home, you know, doing whatever it is you do on Monday morning. Shout out to you. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to the This Is 30 podcast. This Is 30 podcast. We so, should change the This Is 34 podcast. Really? For mm-hmm. you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's right. Um, so, quietly quietly started with her, uh, eloquialisms about the, the microphone. Thank you um, for and wording it that way. <laughs> I don't even know if I used that correctly, but, um, y'all know I like, I'm like a, I'm like T.I.'s protege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I like using big words, but, um, vocabulary is really one of my favorite things. It's my favorite thing to teach. It's my favorite thing to learn. I love learning new words. And I think that people with, um, expansive vocabularies, Um, like I just look at them in awe. I, and especially when you can, uh, use your vocabulary in a very seamless way. You know what I'm saying? Like it just blends. It doesn't feel like you're trying. I, Ooh, Lord, I love it. I love it in women and I love it in men. I'm truly moved by people who have a, a classy vernacular. I understand. That. Um, but I just mentioned a few things that we're going to be talking about on today's show. Mm-hmm. So, we are going to be talking about sex. Um, we're going to be talking about it from a trauma standpoint, oh, though. I was about we're going to gonna, start. We're gonna be talking about a lot of trauma, but we are also going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I also brought up TI and that vocabulary because I think we're going to start with the shenanigans Mm. that's been going on with T.I. Oh, my Lord. Um, And the reason I want to have this conversation is because if you know me on the inside, you know that I'm a part of the Harris family. I love the OMG girls. I love Tiny. I love T.I. I I think I love Tiny and, you know, the kids more than T.I. per se, but I really like that family. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. they're cool. Um, And this week they received a lot of backlash
1: it was crazy
0: because somebody who was once close to their camp mm-hmm. um accused ti of pulling out a gun on her yes and in addition to this i believe there's also an an accusation of um some type of ring sex ring yeah that's going like a recruitment of mm-hmm. women to engage in activities with TI and Tiny. Drugs and, and forcing them to do drugs and have sex. Okay, with what do you. Them. You've heard about this, right? Yes.
1: I've, I have my. Insiders on YouTube and they're legit people. They're legit journalists. They (laughs) research, do the research for me. I don't even have to go on Google. Quads loves her her YouTube. Yeah, I call it the streets, but it's my YouTube um (laughs) (laughs) It's my YouTube journalists. I'm telling you, they get everything for me and and it's 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 really sad because it's not unheard of, especially with uh famous celebrity couples that they have very weird, let me say, sexual. Stuff going on, right? I, Holly um,
0: Weird is a definitely a, a special place, right? When it comes to sex and entanglements, Entangle- <laughs> entanglements. No, seriously, exactly. That's the perfect
1: word, entanglements, right? And and also, but Atlanta, Ti is is very big in Atlanta, and he holds a lot of weight in Atlanta. And I feel like Atlanta for it to be like, uh, let me say, I'm gonna use Erica Erica Menes term, the uh the the me- the black mecca for like music for like music it's it's not uncommon cuz he's very popular he's very known i'm sure there's so many young girls, and even young guys, but girls that want to get close to that because Tiny, we're talking about Tiny, she's legendary. So I would not be surprised if there's a slight bit of truth to that. Hmm, It's sad that, you know, after building a brand so big, that family, they have their TV show, you're bringing other friends that you know into the TV show and talking about, you know, making it kind of like a family show that this has to happen. Mm -hmm. But it was soon gonna come out. My it just the, came the, out now.
0: First of all, I, I, I like you stated, Hollywood is definitely a weird place. Mm-hmm. You know, these celebrities do things that, um, I don't want to say regular folk are not doing, but they have access, uh, easy access to a lot of things that, you know, we look at as peculiar. You yes. know, yeah. so just saying that, I just feel like this is more so a testament of who you choose to mess with, mm-hmm. and I feel like. It's embarrassing to not have the um, the lens and like to be able to see that this person could potentially out me because I think that's what's most embarrassing about it. Although I don't agree with what they do in their free time, that's none of my business. I'm not a celebrity. I don't know how stuff goes on. But what I find more embarrassing is the fact that you did mess with somebody who would one day get upset with you Mm -hmm. over something not even mention because allegedly she's been a part of some of their actions as well. Mm -hmm. So not mention your involvement, but just out what was going on. And I just, I feel like when you do stuff like that, you, I don't know if it, if it has to get to an NDA, uh, area, but you got to make sure you know how to pick them. Right. You got to make sure you know how to pick them because this is embarrassing for Very, that family. They have kids. They Like you said, they no. have the show, the family show. Like I just feel like all of this attached to you and then your history with drugs, with et cetera, et cetera, is just... It's messy.
1: No, oh, it definitely is. It's messy. I feel bad for old girl, though. I feel like she is telling the truth. There's something about her. I just feel like she's telling the truth. I feel like I, I don't think... I mean, there are people that clout chase, yes, but I've, there's something in her testimony that I feel is truthful. He looks like that is how he can get... Remember, a couple years ago, he got caught cheating with that girl from... Uh, that actress from uh, green uh, Greenleaf. And it's like, oh, that's a friend... Uh, that's a personal friend uh no you was out in a straight up dating scenario with her at some some place in ATL I don't know where and it's like yo when is it going to end control your actions right. make sure like like you're this big pa- this big parent this big like parent to let me say like the hip hop community like control what you do
0: well he did um come out with like a little video and I do like Well, I don't like what he said, but he did a good job of trying to dispel what was being Mm -hmm. talked about because he said, you know, I'm not going to highlight what goes on in the bedroom between me and my wife because that's none of anybody's business. He he said that the allegations about drugging people and holding people against their will was absolutely false. And then he what what I think is he did not deny pulling out the gun on her, which to me he, he did not deny it blatantly. What he said was that, I think he said like, um, I don't harm women. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't harm, I don't cause harm to women and et cetera, et cetera. He said, but there are some people that regardless of gender, they are identified as a threat. And he mm-hmm. was like, once you become a threat, how I deal with he you just, is how I deal yeah, with you and I, so I, I felt like he was trying to be um you know the master manipulator of words a words piece yeah that he and he, careful of how he right. puts words it out puts it out he was trying to be the worst myth that he is but he was basically saying if i ever did do that trust and believe i had every reason to mm-hmm. um and i don't know but and i would never tell
1: ta- i would never say if he ever felt like he was in a threatened situation he should not like if especially if it was due to his family or even his life, he should not cause that the girl does look like she can like, you know, I mean, how how tall is, is T I? That girl look a little bit big. <laughs> so probably figures, nah, I mean, this girl's talk about she about to shoot me or something like that. I gotta be be but a ready man first. should not be pulling out that a gun. That is true a woman For
0: like <clears throat> unless she has a gun pointed at you, there's no reason why you should be like invoking fear in her in that way, et cetera, et cetera. You shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. And um beyond this because once again these celebrity people we don't know these people we're not in their tax bracket um i did want to talk to you about threesomes and um i have heard like a lot of people in the industry um talk about them being okay with threesomes i feel like tiana taylor said it in an Mm -hmm. interview like with her and iman um i think she has to pick the women though yeah um so I did want to ask you, uh, would you be ever willing to have a threesome? Uh, I don't think so. Well, I don't think so. I don't know. You sound a little confused. I mean, you sound in the, in not confused. I felt like, oh, okay. I thought but you were going to say guy- the past. No, I've had one.
1: no, I've never, I've never had. Even though I felt like I was asked to have one but I never like in a in like a way I felt like there was a there was a vibe there was a setting where it was kind of like uh this is about to happen but I don't it never went to that really? I never got directly it felt weird it's like <laughs> look at my change because you know, cause you know Pause.
0: <laughs> listen listen uh Gary
1: got the the real interviewer everything just body no, language everything like this i had to shift this is what
0: can be sitting right so that i can be listening well um no no but... so can you if you don't mind <laughs> what type of setting were you in in which you think you were like so i'm sure this was happening indirectly like the request
1: it felt i didn't i didn't even get a request i felt in my mind like i think it finally clicked i'm like is this a setup for one? I don't know, because I was me. coming was from. It? No, no, oh, that okay. was that was no 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 no. no. Oh, okay. No, um, actually, you don't know them, but I okay. went to school with them years okay, ago. Okay. Um, I don't know. So one of my friends. I think I was we were working at the mall at the time. We I I dropped, I think I dropped her, and we we all used to hang heavy in middle school. So she moved away, came back. Okay. And we all hung out. So it was her and my other friend that was a guy too. Um and we all just hung out, you know. Um I think I felt like I drove her back to her house Uh and they two went in her house. But I felt like I don't know like what they were discussing because it felt like it was deep conversations going on. Uh-huh. And I'm just sitting here like, OK, what's going on? And I don't know. Nothing happened. It wasn't like anything. It wasn't like candlelight or anything like that. It was literally just like and then something just clicked in my mind. Like, I mean, were they are they trying to? Because the friend I she she's bisexual. Okay. So I'm like, hmm. I wonder. Was there some
0: type of energy that you felt like might have? You felt like they wanted. There was a possibility that they wanted you to take part in something with them.
1: You know what? I'm honestly, since I was outside a majority of the time, I didn't feel like. Wait, I felt like if I ended up going in the household. Oh. Who knows? Okay. Okay. And I probably would have thought it was
0: a little bit more blatant. Yeah, it wasn't. But I
1: just felt like, I don't know. It felt very weird. Because you know, when you're friends and stuff, especially your friends for like a long time and you reacquaint and stuff, you're kinda looking at like, okay, boom, you know, y'all just hanging out, okay, I I dropped her, you're you're doing different things. But it's like I feel like if we went in, something just I feel like if I went out of the car, I'd have been having to walk a shame. (laughs)
0: whoa okay so back to and a, the original mom question and
1: i love you dearly auntie <laughs> i love you guys dearly
0: would you would do you ever see yourself taking part in one in the future
1: i don't think so i'm i'm think i'm i'm past that stuff i'm what? not against people doing that but for me the bedroom is for two yeah, people auntie. and two people only and i'm saying two people two people only because of the fact that in this world we have gay people, all that stuff. It's just for two people. Okay. But you start inviting people in the bedroom starts getting complicated.
0: Yeah. I, um, I, I don't, I, you, I, yes. what I about would you? I would never have a threesome. Um, but if I did, I completely cannot understand why married people do it because you telling me that the man that I, Took a vow with, walked down the aisle with, decided that, that he was the love of my life and he is mine and I am his. I'm finna watch you do what? Mm. With who? I'm not, bro, we go, I'm a, that's my issue. I'm gonna end up fighting somebody. Like I can't, I don't, that's not something that I would be aroused by. It's something like even just the thought, I feel like when you have a boyfriend and just thinking about his past, like there was nobody before me. Mm -hmm. You don't want to envision that. You just want to forget about everybody that came before you. You don't want to think about that. So the idea that, this would be happening in my face and I would be like, wow, no, I'm going to be like, bro, goodbye. Like I, we would never get there, but I don't understand how I feel like the best scenario to do it in is when there were, there are no strings attached Mm -hmm. with every anybody, because I feel like if that's how you look at that, you could have a blast, you know, you could have a blast, but, um, I don't know about, I don't, And a lot of married people do it. Like a lot of married to spice people. spice up their, their yeah. love life
1: to say. And I'm like, yo, if you're going to have to need another, I'm not excluding toys from the bedroom. Right. That's something completely different. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But if you need another human to go ahead and do that, I kind of feel like then I must not be doing something correct. Mm-hmm. Or it must really be lacking if we're going to like need to have a whole nother person in there.
0: And when Um, I look at like people like T.I. and Tiny, where a man who has been like a habitual cheater, mm -hmm. it bothers me because I feel like, damn, you really give him creme de la creme in the bedroom. You give him threesomes. You, you, everything is a go. And this man still finds time to, (laughs) to cheat on you. And you literally have given him an open platter. To me, that's, Damn, it's like, why even do all of that? And I mean, I know some women, like, they're attracted to women, so mm-hmm. they don't feel like, oh my gosh, because I think that a lot of people like me, or just generally, I feel like we assume that threesomes are for the man, mm-hmm. you know, mostly for the man. But there's some women that enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And they're cool, like, they're not doing it for their men, they're also doing it for them. Um but I don't understand how you could be getting all of that and still find time to be like, you know what? I want to carry on this extramarital affair. Yeah. Or, like, bro. I,
1: feel, I I definitely feel that. And, and just to, like, piggyback off of what you were saying a little bit, um, some women do go, like, I feel like Tiana Taylor, for me, has, like, an attraction to women, but, of course, she's married to a man. I feel like for a woman to invite another woman in, I feel like there's a, some kind of attraction, whether it's like an underlining bisexual line. Not, probably the, the, she's not like, oh, I'm like pure lesbian, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't mind a woman a woman being here as long as I get to choose them. Cause that's why men agree to that. It's like, okay, then you choose the woman. Cause I know that probably, you know, you, you did that back in the day. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some kind of like underlying attraction and it's like, listen, you're my husband. I love you, but you know, I want the threesome. I want I want this this person to take part. That's Holly. That is all celebrities for you though. They all I don't I don't care. Not one. All of them. These poppin' celebrities do that. They have their orgies. They have their threesomes. Yeah, I
0: I think so. it's a little I it's a little bit happening. much because I can't even like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Because I feel like sometimes we put people in categories based mm-hmm. on status. But your wife is getting her back blown out right under your nose. He and probably knew about it, though. He, no, not. He probably quats. He knew. And that boy was taking pictures with that family. Not only that, before the entanglement was um, exposed, he was on the red table with the whole family. Right. So it's not something he didn't know. Like that's some weird shit to me. But like also Will
1: supposedly but Will had his too. Of he course. had them young girls um I forgot what what that um comedian uh the comedian uh she's Indian. Then there was something with I think you know Rosario Dawson when he did that movie with her I forgot what was was it called 8 pounds Ten, what was uh, it called se-
0: 7 pounds 7
1: pounds I heard he had their own little stuff going on. Oh, okay. Um,
0: well, I believe that he was a cheater as, well. I, but, but maybe- it was
1: acceptable. Like Will, they have. I feel they have an open marriage. I really think they do, because the way they handle themselves and the way they are do they do their things, it's very weird. It's very like, listen, I'm a brand. I need these needs to be met, and I'm sure Will was like, listen, I'm not. If you want to go ahead and date whoever, or now he had to cover it up. During the Red Top, that interview was so uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable watching it. When Will and Jada were talking about, I felt very uncomfortable. Something didn't feel right about it because he had to cover up that that whole thing and say that we were separated. Right. No. You guys were together. You have open relationships. She wanted more. She wanted a young thug, 'Cause that's what she's used to. Young street dude, well, you're not. Look at August Alsina sit standing here.
0: But I also think that we have to accept that we have a very narrow and I know the word narrow is has like kind of a negative connotation, but I do think that we have a narrow perspective when it comes to these things. And There are a lot of people that don't feel the same way that we do. There are a lot of people that think that you can have a sacred bond with somebody and step out on them. You can have a sacred bond with somebody and um, establish it as just that, even if things change. Listen, that's not the type of marriage I ever want to strive for. And I don't care. I feel like it shouldn't matter how much money I have in the bank account or what I have access to love is like a real thing and i feel like we have to treat it as such and the 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 bond between man and woman like in a marriage i just feel like it's not to be played with Mm -hmm. like i know there's business involved in certain things but i just feel like don't play with that don't it shouldn't be played with period i don't i don't get how people
1: like in the celebrity world they they you know they get married for business purposes for uh, status. Clout. For clout. Exactly. Um, and that's what it is. And they figure, okay, we've been together 20, what, 20 years, whatever. I mean, there are some marriages in Hollywood that are lasting. And those are the ones you really do not hear about because they're not doing all that. But the ones for the people that are relevant, like the T.I., the Tiny, all that kind of stuff, it's they do whatever they want. They know their partner's not going anywhere. Like, T.I., where, where's, where's Tiny going to go at this rate? You know what I'm saying? Granted, she she is very popular. She's very talented. But where's she gonna go? You know? She
0: could go and she could do anything.
1: I mean, I know Mayweather, she went to that Mayweather party. I think around the time she went to that Mayweather party. Mayweather was giving her eyes like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm about to take you, but come on. Who is Mayweather compared to Tiny? I think she'll be downgrading if she went to any... She needs to, like, upgrade. If she gonna leave T.I., she needs to upgrade.
0: Well... Not downgrade. Well, uh, I hope that whatever is going Let on under that... upgrade, yeah. I don't know why I thought about that song. <laughs> Whatever's going on with that side, I hope everybody is well. Blessings and yes. love and peace to all of them. Um, so... I I still want to stay in the topic of sex. I I know. But this is something I know nothing about kind of. Um I want to talk about like Razz B. Mm-hmm. And m- I don't really want to talk about Rasbee as much as as much as I want to talk about um men being able to be open about their trauma yeah, and not true. being made fun of because as many of you know who are listening, Razz B has been saying on and off For years, literally years, over ten years, over ten years, he's been saying that Chris Stokes is a nice stroker. (laughs) 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 He got a nice stroke. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Oh, major! Don't go. Ah! (laughs) That's how you feel. Ah, ah, ah. (laughs) Just Blaze. <laughs> yeah,
1: I feel you. All right, we should play that song.
0: I know I should. Yeah. But, um Those cl- those claps are not the same. Song, the clap, the same claps. But you know, it was nostalgic. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Okay. What were we talking about? Uh, Raspy. Okay.
1: Stokes. Yes.
0: So Raz B has been saying that Chris Stokes stroked him. Stroked for a, a long time, and not only him, but multiple members of that. Camp. I don't remember what their record label. T U G. Yeah. Yeah. T-U- t-u-g Whoa. The, the, the just ac- the a- just it look at that. The acronyms are not working for this. It's the, it's the so last sad. name, the T U G. Okay.
1: There's so, a reason for all
0: that. Uh, um, but basically, he's always said this. And he has made allegations about other people who have um come out and say, no, that didn't happen to me, but mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to him. And long story short, he's now requesting that Chris Stokes take a a polygraph, Uh, polygraph, um, et cetera, et cetera. Let me say something. I believe Rasby. I believe and I don't know to what capacity, but I believe something happened to that boy. Right. Um, and I don't feel like it's not in his interest, in his best interest, in his public interest to out this type of information. Right. And you could clearly see that he's fighting demons. Mm -hmm. Literally he's fighting demons. And I think it's also because, I don't know like
1: he's not I mean Chris Chris Stokes is his cousin, and you know he's been with, with he's been very very odd about not talking about this mm-hmm. particular stu- subject, but yet Chris Stokes has been making movies. I've seen one of his movies on TV he's been still doing like music and all this stuff it's like if somebody is this your own cousin is telling you. What's going on? Why haven't you did one interview? You're just gonna ignore him, like you would be like, nah, that's not true. Why would you say that? Right. And I feel like, I feel like Chris Stokes just made is making him out to be mental. Um, that that's the that, I guess that's the storyline that he's mental. Something had happened to him, but he won't go on one radio any radio uh uh interview a tv nothing he has it this whole time
0: in years
1: even marcus houston marcus houston to me i feel like okay bro you just got married to a 19 year old girl a 19 year old first off you're 38 9 40 he's somewhere he's somewhere in that range mm-hmm. 19 seriously And comes to find out that Chris Stokes' daughter's friend.
0: So I'm like, that already seems like fishy in itself. These people are attracted to young folk. Mm -hmm. But but beyond that, though, Quats, because I could play devil's advocate and just, Mm -hmm. because this is, okay, first conversation or first thing we have to address is the fact that, when males have trauma, right? Um, they need to be accepted when they Agreed. are expressive about this trauma and there there needs to be due diligence on finding out whether or not this truly happened. And the same way women are supported kind of, um, even not, even though there's some ignorant people who, you know, and, and some people lie that some yeah. people do lie, but I feel like we have to do a better job of trusting people when they're vocal about their trauma.
1: Especially for black males too, because yes. I feel like, you know, just because they get a, like uh assaulted by an older man, it's like, Oh, you're gay or women or women. Yeah. Or women. Cause Antoine, that that movie still makes yeah. me cry. Antoine R. Kelly. Arke- there's we don't- so
0: many I think a lot of men have been violated and it's not the manly thing to talk, to talk about,
1: about it. it. I'm telling you. Or you to got, admit it. Yeah, you got to. And and I feel saddened because it's always our people to get like the the damage and we get the effects of it. As they grow up, something is always not right. Right. And we don't know, but it's it's really upsetting to see that. Like, okay, you got, you know, sexually assaulted at a very young age. That's not your fault. Like, you didn't ask for that. You're, you're a kid. You know
0: what I'm saying? And a grown-up should they're have... they're afraid of talking because mm-hmm. look at how a lot of people react. Look at how a lot of people react um, to him. Yeah. And then not to mention, I just feel like if anything was ever fishy on that side, I know like Omarion and them, and like that ain't happened to me. But my thing is, even if you felt like something did happen yeah, was, or you uh, saw something... I feel like that should not be your response. Right. It might should be like, you know what? I support him and I hope that he finds Finds what he needs to. That didn't happen to me. But you know, I hope that blah, 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 blah. Because at the end of the day, I don't know the way you respond to somebody, even if you're not involved, mm-hmm. or if you were closely related to me. That speaks volumes Vines over about, the situation right, right. and what other people will feel. Right. So it's like, oh, Omarion said it didn't happen to him, so we believe Omarion. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying. And it's kind of
1: like, but but it's it's ter- it's really terrible because it's like Raspy has been saying this for years. His Hysteri- his story never changed. It was the same thing. Then he came through with the facts, and it's kind of like. Why does he have a reason to lie on you out of all people? You were with you were his cousin. You were with these kids when they were kids and you you grew that you 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 know you groomed them to be this these multi-selling artists. Why would he choose you to to make this accusation about? Right. And on top of that, again, Chris Stokes we haven't heard one interview saying, listen, I, I never did that. It was, or I, I feel bad for whatever happened to him, whatever. We're going to try to get the help he needs, whatever. It's like, it's, everything is, it's just a sad situation. But what do you
0: think? So like, even moving past Rasb, mm-hmm. what do you think that men who have uh, de- dealt with trauma, who, I think the reason why trauma is so difficult to, Talk about and to even um, analyze, especially when it happens with somebody in your family, because most cases, I believe, like if we look up the statistics, most um uh uh what is it called? Most molestations mm-hmm. or things like that happen I'm to somebody within... who's close to you, yeah, a family member or somebody who's close to you. So, how do men move forward or find healing when they are in a family? with somebody who violated them when they possibly have to hear this name all the time right. when they or possibly have to see this person, time. um, because yeah, people go to jail, but at the reality of it is that, and there's somebody walking around that did something to you that still got to come to Thanksgiving dinner right. and they might've did they crime, they time for their crime. And they they just it's your it's your grandmama's son. He's, right. He he got to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do families or just men in general? How are you supposed to move past that? Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I know everybody. the The first answer is therapy, therapy, therapy. Right. That boy needs to go heal. But triggers are real. That is true. And if your trigger is like triggering you all the time or has access to trigger you is either you stay away or they they stay stay away. away. Yeah. And both, both, um, um, the effects of both of those can also be triggering. Isolation is triggering as well. So it's like, dang, what do you do?
1: Yeah, no, I understand. Um, I'm going to sound like everybody else and say, definitely speaking, not even therapy, but you got to let that out and find, a voice in that because if you allow that to be to control your situation in your life, it will consume you in so many different ways that you won't even know. From your relationships to when you have kids to when you when you to when you work, and I'm, I mentioned Antoine Fisher because that was such a powerful movie and just uh, just how. Stuff like that, and that was just—I—it's so official. It made me cry. It even make me cry thinking about it because he lived with that for so many years, and the way
0: he didn't he, even know how to be with women.
1: He folks. didn't mm-hmm. because of just how it is, and there's so many hurt men out there that go through this. Especially, I'm gonna like keep on pinpointing to our black men because they're so hurt that sometimes you're like, you know, we get frustrated because we don't know how to heal them when they—we don't know that they've gone through this. You know, and it's so it's it's really it's really sad. I I would just definitely urge everybody out there, whether um, this has happened to you, you whether you you've uh, went to talk about if you want to talk about or not find a safe space to to let that out. Because if you keep that in, it'll just turn, it'll really make it worse. And I mean, and shout out to all the survivors out there, too, because I'm shout out. Big shout out and it's anybody
0: who's coping and dealing, right. like, because yeah. that's some
1: sad, very sad. I mean, very sad stuff. And I'm just fortunate. I mean, none of my family members were like that mm-hmm. towards my brothers or you know all any of that or my cousins and stuff. But that that situation is so it's it's really messed up. I yeah, don't know it why I'm is. About to
0: uh, choke up. That junk is that's some sad stuff. Yeah, it can um it can definitely be it's sad. it's it's just sad overall. It's sad. And I just, it's like, I know it's hard to be vulnerable, but I do want more black men to speak about it so that it can be so that it could be just as normal Mm -hmm. as a woman speaking out about her, you know, her issues that she has had, et cetera, et cetera. Because like you said, quads, it does guide everything you do. It guides the way you work, the way you move, the way you love, et cetera, et cetera. So, It's important to talk about it. And it doesn't always have to be on a public platform or for everybody to know, Mm -hmm. but just talking about it. I think that's also famous people. God bless them. And there are some non-famous people who just really feel like their trauma is everybody's business. That being being open and talking about your trauma doesn't mean it has to be everybody's business. That is business. very true. It don't have to be, and I know in his case is different because he's a celebrity, and this man still probably has business dealings. And oh, he's he like, got he's
1: still. I told you, I just seen a movie, yeah. and he produced, and I'm sitting up here like, yeah. So wow. he's probably like,
0: he shouldn't, he shouldn't be moving, blah blah blah. But for regular folk, it's like. You can be expressive. You can talk to somebody, and the whole world don't have to know. Everything's
1: not for social media. Everything is not for I social like... media.
0: It's not. And so I think that sometimes that form of expression can also hurt hurt you. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, is. Terry
1: Crews, what happened, I think it was like a couple, like a year ago, a year or two ago, when he said that producer, he didn't name a name uh touched him inappropriately at some party and he kind of like pushed him off like what are you doing um again the things it, it's like he was being honest about that he didn't name names he didn't do it. he just said listen there's some weirdos up in here i've gone through some stuff he didn't get the same support i think that's kind of messed up cuz still that's an assault to to him
0: i think at first he got support but then when his ideas about racism and oh um, yeah yeah I remember okay I, I think get it. that's when people started to like stop caping for him because yeah. they're like yo we were on your side when you know you talked about your but you can't even be on like it's basically to me that's exact so Terry Crews the example you just brought up mm-hmm. I remember when NBC did some wh- whack stuff to Gabrielle Union and oh. she had issues and basically he said he was loud and he was like, well, I never had any problems with NBC. And that's what I meant when I was talking about Omarion saying, well, he ain't do sometimes it's better to just be quiet or say, you know what? I, I, I'm sorry for her or I'm sorry for him because when you loud about what never happened to you, sometimes it weakens the other person's truth or it makes it seem like dang well if that never happened you know what i'm saying so
1: no so it's basically then don't just don't comment you know what i'm saying just don't comment and keep it moving or say you know what like it's sad that that happens or i didn't have the same experience but but i don't think you
0: should even highlight that you didn't have have because that's what he said he didn't even say it's sad that didn't happen he just said i ain't have those type of problems and it was like that's kind of like, and she supported him when yeah, he Yeah, when he about went his through his me,
1: the Me Too um, kind of thing. Yeah, so, I feel like with money moves and stuff, probably with Terry, uh, again, when it's money involved, trash. it is messed up because that's a black woman. And uh, I mean, she was, it, she's saying, listen, this happened. She supported you when you went through, when you were, you know, saying that, listen, this is what happened to me. Don't say anything, you know.
0: Yeah, he could have. Nobody asked for your opinion. Really you could have just kept quiet, um, if that was the case. But um, yeah, okay. So that's trauma talk. Um, trauma you know, heal the way you can, because you know we all out here hurting off of something. Right. Uh, we, uh, childhood trauma comes in many forms, many styles, many. Oh, ain't it true? It's not always sexual. Um, sometimes it's verbal. Sometimes it's abandonment. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, but you you gotta get through that trauma, um, whatever way you can. Um, I think we've been talking for, I know that's right. I'm just accepting my role as a man, uh, as a fake man in your world. Yes. Um, amen brother. Um, but (laughs) uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about and I'm about to get my shit off because I've been holding this in for the past two days. I actually been holding it in for like a week or so. Something went viral on social media. Everybody was coming on, sitting down and eating fufu. There was a fufu challenge mm. that went viral. And it's been viral for, I would say, about a month now. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't just start going viral. It's been viral for a month on YouTube, TikTok, et cetera. And in this event, uh, famous YouTubers, famous TikTokers go to an African restaurant. They get fufu. They get a goosey soup. They get okra soup. <laughs> and stew and jollof rice. And they try like a, a, a multitude of African dishes. Now, when I was introduced to this challenge, I thought, wow, this is great. You know, my, my country or mm-hmm. my continent is being put on the map. Um, this is dope um, because fufu is a big part of our culture. Yes, it um, is. And it's bomb. Um, I don't eat it all the time, but I like it. Um, so long story short... I saw a lot of positivity coming mm-hmm. from a lot of YouTubers. And I they were like, what? Everybody I saw, like, because you know I love mukbangs. I watch yeah, a lot of mukbang bang. people. They,
1: lo- they loved it. They, it, loved, they it. loved
0: it. Mm-hmm. They were like, wow, oh my gosh. Like, even some of them were not sure when they were looking at it because it doesn't look like. Um, and most people who who are YouTubers and who were trying, this are not people of African descent clearly. Um, so they were just like, "What?" I was missing out. This is bomb. Oh my gosh. They were having, but then this week, earlier this week, um, I saw this video from an African girl Mm -hmm. and she was basically saying she was calling out YouTubers who were disrespecting the African food during these challenges. And it was surprising to me because I hadn't seen any disrespectful videos. Mm -hmm. And, um, Sorry, this is kind of long it, but I need to explain it. Um, so she was just basically... She she did a skit. It was a funny skit. She was eating fufu, and she was playing ether. <laughs> and she was like, what we're not going to do is disrespect um, cultures and foods. She was like, if you have a whack taste palate, just say that. Ooh, um, okay. And she was like, um, it's one thing to not like a certain dish. She was like, but to like do a whole bunch and say disrespectful things... Is very uncalled for. Mm -hmm. And she's like, there are tons of people and tons of cultures, America included, that have nasty food or or foods that we don't like. Yeah. And we don't necessarily do that. Long story short, she also included some videos. Mm -hmm. And as I'm watching these videos, these ignorant people are eating this food and even though they don't like it, they're like gagging. They're spitting out their food. They're like, bleh, like acting like they're they want to throw up. Like, and the dramatics are on high speed. And I was just like, this is trash. Like, yeah. but I had never seen that. Then this week, Aaliyah J, who mm-hmm. is um a, a big YouTuber as well, she went viral because she also did the fufu challenge with her Kenyan boyfriend at that, and. I believe he referred to the food as looking like dog food and she spit it out. Like she moved her head off the camera, but she spit it out and I'm lost. She spit it out. She said she didn't like it. They had fufu and a goosey soup as well. And when I tell you guys I'm livid, like I wasn't even mad at first, but A lot of the people are in the comments and this was posted on the shade room. And a lot of people in the comments were like, oh, so she not allowed to not like something. She's not allowed to uh, not think something is good, blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I'm thinking this is not about her not liking something. I'm 30. I'm about to be 32 in three weeks. A grown man. I have (laughs) I have never (laughs) been to. I have been to a many restaurants where I didn't like food. I I I cannot tell you one time where I gagged or threw up or spit my food out. It's a lot of shit we don't like and we don't behave that way. So if you wanna get on national TV where you have millions of views or YouTube or whatever, and eat something that you don't like and gag and spit that shit out like it's not edible, like you eating dirt. That's rude. That's rude. That's not about not liking something. I've swallowed... Pause. I've swallowed a many you swallow, things. you
1: swallowed a many things. Listen, <laughs> Uncle, Auntie, Mom, I, <laughs> this is...
0: I have swallowed a many things mm. I don't like. You you eat something you don't like. You taste it. You swallow the first bite. you like, this not this for is me. No, yeah, Let pass me get another it, right. dish.
1: Move it to the side.
0: All the theatrics mm. is not necessary. And I also feel like... You could have not posted the mukbang. Right. You could have not posted the mukbang. You didn't Don't have post to post it. it. Don't post if it. If you felt like you know what, but you know why they did post it? Because they knew that would give views. Right. They knew that would cause a conversation. They knew people would be like, ooh, girl, ooh, that's it. And you're what you're doing is you are. This is deeper. I, I know I'm on a rant. I'm sorry. No, 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 but I'm this is deeper back. than just food. What you're doing is extending a narrative about African, African. culture mm. that has been placed on us for years, which is that we're dirty. We're disgusting. We don't um clean. Our food is nasty. Let me tell you something. Not every African dish made on the continent of of Cameroon, I'm continent of Cameroon, continent of Africa in the country of Cameroon, Nigeria. Us Africans don't like every African food. Hello. We don't like just like y'all don't like every American food. Or or there's some Americans foods we don't like. That Guess what? I just don't eat that shit. Exactly. I tasted it once. I might have had it once. It's not my cup of tea. I don't eat it. I don't get in front of my mom and, and and spit my food out when my mother cooks food and I don't like it or something like that. Right. What are we doing here? And, yes, if you have a whack taste palate, because a goosey soup is popping. Actually, it is. It's popping. If you have a whack taste palate, just say that. If you used to eat a fried chicken every day, just say that.
1: That is so true. Gary, I felt it.
0: Bro, these people I felt, I felt it was here. it was people in the comments saying she's not allowed to not like it. Y'all are, y'all are really wild. If I ever did the let me say that gagging
1: stuff, I would not be alive today. You eat something once, you drink water, Oh, I really didn't like it and put it to the side. These
0: are adults too. These not even kids. Who's gagging? Like, like well, that's what are you weird. doing?
1: That is very like you, immature. Not
0: even gagging. A lot of them were spitting it up, like throwing up, like that you're you're this is not a TV show. Why are you this is not theater. What are right. you doing?
1: Like, it's not that serious. The
0: one girl, she one girl I saw, she spit up, and then she tried it again, then she spit up. So then and why? then she was like, she was <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, y'all, but I can't. She was like, I can't. She was like, I know that's so rude of me, but I can't. And she kept doing it. Then one guy, he was so like, I thought this boy was going to vomit on camera. That's the way he was behaving. And Oof. then Aaliyah J, she, she did, the way she did it was tasteful. But I would say you still could have cut that out. Right. You could have been like, you know what? I did the challenge, guys. I didn't really like what I had. But I'm going to try. I'm going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a, maybe next time when I go, I'll try something else on the menu. Right. And her Kenyan boyfriend that was sitting next to her, I don't know if Kenyans eat fufu like that. But my thing is, you're a disgrace. Right. You're a disgrace to your continent because <laughs> the, the last thing you should have been doing was continuing a narrative. Sometimes you got to look at the bigger picture. Right.
1: Yeah, that was kind of weird too. You said she had a Kenyan boyfriend. I'm like, out of all things, he should at least be like, nah, like, let me try to something. Okay, nah, it's okay. I'll, I'll move it aside. I'll eat it for later or something. That's just weird. And it's disrespectful. And, you know, a lot of people do things for clout. Um, we always get, I guess we, I guess us Africans always going to be on the bottom of totem pole, yet we're the mother biggest continent in the mother world. We're always looked at as the underdogs, but all these YouTubers do stuff for clout. I think it's, it's really, it's very like bad taste. Literally. And African just so food we're clear. African amazing. Okay. Right. First off, I don't know what the hell y'all been eating. If you think, what is it? You think potato salad is all the best thing. Potato first of all, potato salad is nasty as hell. You <laughs> got like to really, salad. I, if I, it's made good. It gotta be made good. Y'all be eating tuna salad, potato salad macaroni, um, salad. Macaroni salad, macaroni salad. Macaroni
0: salad is trash. Please, coleslaw. I don't even like coleslaw. I love Who coleslaw. makes coleslaw? You, Quali, like you're naming all the things, that, the American things I love. Well,
1: no, okay, you they eat. Are, you are they a, eat pig feet.
0: I don't, pig feet, I don't mess with pig legs, feet. legs intestines, um, uh, what chitlins. chitlins. We don't do that. We don't. We don't do that. Uh, yeah, we definitely don't. Let don't let us give you a history lesson on why you like chitlins. Hello. Don't let us do that, but. I don't
1: want to name something I do like so I'm just naming the salads and the stuff that kind of like irk me uh, but I will eat if it's like the last thing on earth y'all eat beet salad I'm like ill. what the heck is we that can't,
0: we can't think of that rat. the American things we don't like yeah the,
1: yeah because we <laughs> but that's besides the point yeah but we would never gag it out you try it once you be like eh okay you kind of put right. it aside you y'all know, are too drink much and it's
0: Indian food that's nasty it's other food that's yeah, nasty why Chinese don't y'all do mukbangs with them and why don't y'all keep the same energy and spit it's so much ma- it's chinese things that's nasty Very. every time y'all try something from another culture oh it's exotic or or you'll taste it and you'll be like that's different yeah. if you don't like it that's different but when it's african food it's not that's different it's, it's yeah. i'ma spit this out Very i didn't seen many mukbangers eat things that they don't like they'll be like mm, i don't re- i don't really i'm not like that let me try this y'all keep it classy right. what are y'all doing
1: that's kind of weird. I'm glad I didn't see that. I really didn't see that. I seen the challenge, but I didn't see the negative ones. Um, I, I personally think challenges are just for clout. Like, listen, Fufu's banging, okay? I don't care what nobody say. The, a goosey soup, my okra stew. What is the What's other? your
0: favorite thing to eat with Fufu?
1: Oh, okra. All really? day,
0: every day, is okra. If I can eat that till the day I die, that's it. I love. I don't like okra with fufu. I do sometimes, but my favorite, my favorite, my favorite thing <laughs> to eat with fufu is arrow.
1: You're very, you're very African male. <laughs> very I love African to eat arrow,
0: arrow with um. You and actually that is good too with though. um f- with white pound pounded yam.
1: White pounded mm-hmm. yam that is uh you're missing Gary's uh dance. <laughs> You know? Y'all I'm don't y'all
0: think that's nasty? Wait till y'all see achu. It looks like pee. Oh y'all gonna y'all gonna gosh. lose y'all mind. Y'all gonna be like I, what is this? Achu, I, I actually agree if somebody spits it out no offense cuz I
1: really don't like achu. I really don't. What? I tried. So you
0: would agree with somebody spitting no, it out? No,
1: I wouldn't like them to do it in front of me. <laughs> I would like them to say I don't like you it. wow, how you they don't like achu? They force You know what happened? Um my aunt made it one time and she put the yellow pepper that was the same exact color as the Soup and you ate, I it? ate it down. I totally like thought I was gonna die that day, and I kind of got I like facho. I'm sure there's someone but it out there
0: a I feel like it's a delicacy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean,
1: there's food out there that I mean, honestly, I don't know, but yeah,
0: everybody does I don't I'm not an Ekwang girl, me neither. I don't really like, I too once much. I'm like okay. I'll eat it, but I don't like I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like I don't know if you've ever had in Kui. What is that? It's crazy. It's it's I don't it doesn't even deserve a conversation because it should it's, nobody should eat inqui.
1: You know what? Um I think it's they call it moy moy. It's like a goosey and it's that I don't thick. like that. I don't like it either. Listen, you you guys don't understand, you guys don't know what culture is about, first off. So I'm blessed to be African. I love my food. All
0: right, yeah. I and there's things we don't like, but we just push it to the side. Yeah, I... During,
1: in, during, like, the cry dies in Maryland and stuff, that's when you get the legit food. I know where I stand. Because as soon as I see it, I'm going the opposite. <laughs> I'm going for
0: my food. Yeah, food. it's like... Yeah, you just, and y'all are adults. Do better.
1: Do better. I bet you ain't choking on that. Let me not say that. I'm not going to say that. I know that's
0: right. Because you know what? With the with salty behind. Exactly. <laughs> oh, but... But well, it's okay. I mean, I guess... <laughs> i mean they do you know what they this doesn't really work it doesn't work because i think there's a little bit of mm -hmm. the gagging yeah the (laughs) the gagging all right on that note (laughs) on that that note (laughs) we're done this is this is this is a nice episode this is a nice episode thank you Kwali, for coming no problem Um, um shout out to everybody listening um thank you for tuning into the this is 30 podcast um don't forget to tell, to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend any mama any cousin any daddy any mama any cousin any daddy to listen to the tell this is 30 friend. podcast um y'all know it's it's the start it's the start of a great month yes it is february 1st Uh oh Uh oh you know the champ is here the champ is here <laughs> Uh oh it's, it's it's our month so i want to give a shout out before we end this episode i want to give a shout out to everybody on the planet that was born in February. We are a special people. We are a special people. Really? Don't let anybody tell you different. We are a unique month. There is no other month like us. There are no other people like us. So if you are a Februaryan, if you are a Pison from the February, I love you a little bit more. Um, because the Aquarius February people, uh, some of them, be, you know. That's how you feel. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody. Um, I'm an Aquarius. That. How you feel? It's like no, nah, I like Aquarius, scissors. Um, but shout out to everybody who's born in February. Francis's birthday is in three days, so shout out to Francis. Francis, I believe is it in three days or two days? Oh, uh, I don't know. But his birthday's this week, come, yeah. So happy coming. birthday to him, Francis. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Peace. Bye.